Hey, what's up, fantasy freaks? It's your boy, Christian Michael. Back at this again. Coming to you from the beautiful Bear Island Brewing Studios in snowy Boise, Idaho. Hey, guys. It is that time. You found out last night or the day before or maybe even this morning if you made the playoffs. If that is you actually play in a good league. I know that there's plenty of leagues that like start their uh, championships next week or start their playoffs next week. And it just gets a little tricky. The reason why you don't want to do that is because these top seeded teams, like let's say you uh, drafted Lamar Jackson and he's carried your team all season long. Well, by the time you get to the championship, they could have their division locked up and their playoff uh, you know, playoff seed locked up and they could just decide not to play him and have RG three out there. And that's why you need to start your playoffs this week. So anyway, uh, this episode, we are going to do the fantasy MVPs. I'm also going to do a redraft on sleeper and try to get the most optimal team. So basically I'm going to go in with the preseasons um rankings and expectations and everything and i'm going to see how we could have drafted a perfect roster obviously um it's hindsight but i think it helps every year to do this um i've done this the last couple years and it gives you perspective on kind of um just a possible way you know maybe like um It's almost like a guy picking lottery numbers after they're announced. But still, um, it's interesting to see where you can get certain guys um, and how you could have drafted a perfect roster. So I think first um, I wanted to talk a little bit about playoff um, just expectations and kind of strategy. I feel like uh, beginning fantasy players they might get a little bit rattled in the playoffs and think, oh, I need to go somewhere different. Let's say you drafted um, Odell Beckham or a Saquon Barkley and, you know, they haven't really been performing the way you want them to. And so you bench them even though they have a good matchup. Or um, there's plenty of different examples. Um, I think a lot of people get rattled and think they should drop people that got them there. I'm in that situation right now with scary Terry McLaurin. Guys, he was really good. He is a reason why I'm in the playoffs in one of my leagues. He's, I should say, he's a key contributor. But he hasn't, I haven't even been able to start him for the last five weeks. Um, I could have, but he'd give me like five or six points. And I just... uh, when he was giving me 18 to 20 points earlier on in the year, that's when Case Keenum was the quarterback in uh, D.C. And um, since they have transitioned to the young kid, let's you know, their coach has been fired. Um, Bruce Allen is being um, evaluated in the offseason for the first time in a long time. And so things are shifting around. Bill Callahan got um, the nod to be uh, the offensive guy going forward. And 
uh, ever since. I mean, Adrian Peterson has been doing really well, but the thing is, Haskins is just garbage. Uh, you can throw Haskins into a barrel with uh, a couple of other quarterbacks who have stepped in this year. Uh, in that barrel, I mean the trash. You can throw Haskins in there with Mitch Trubisky, who has done a complete 180. Uh, some games he just looks like completely incompetent and like anybody, uh, anyone, your grandma could go out there behind center in Matt Nagy's offense and do better than him. If you drafted Allen Robinson or Taylor Gabriel or David Montgomery or Tariq Cohen even, you've been disappointed um, just because of Mitch Trubisky's incompetency. It's so weird how you can really dominate on your uh, I'm uh, Jared Goff is in the same boat um where you can just I mean Trubisky threw five touchdowns last year uh, I bet you there was a five-week period where he did not throw five touchdowns this week I don't have it in front of me but I guarantee that and Goff has been awful too I think what happens is these offenses that you know are seen as McVay and Nagy and these guys that are wizards and all that what happens is they get one year of tape on them and defensive coordinators just find a way to attack it and that's why Lamar Jackson's uh, year in Baltimore is so impressive because they have tape on him but Greg Roman Greg Roman's running system is just so sophisticated and it just allows uh, the quarterback to make quick quick decisions and you know it looks just like that offense that Kaepernick was running there in San Francisco uh, with Harbaugh and Greg Roman um so the strategy going forward in the playoffs is just don't be stupid my number my number one word of advice would be stick to what got you there um you know I'm in a I'm in a league where Lamar Jackson has carried me and I'm in another league where Russell Wilson has carried me not of late but he really is my MVP of my team and I'm just going to stick with them stick with what got you there don't be picking up Gardner Minshew to you know replace Russell Wilson with that's just not smart um but also remain active on the waiver wire make sure that you um, are trying to pick up holes in your and uh, what you have in your team. I always like to pick up a defense last week or this week um, and look at their future matchups. So go to uh, go to your ad players menu, go down to the defenses and look at kind of the top ranked defenses. Click on their schedule of their remaining games and then match that up with your. Um, playoff schedule and so if you um, see a team there that has some plus matchups that you like um, and you're going to be moving on the playoffs hopefully snatch up that defense and just uh, even if you're not going to play them this week but it looks good in the future they are just as valuable you know as a who's popular right now on the waiver wire you know a Raheem Mostert 
or a Darius Geis or somebody like that, they're, uh, you know, that slot can be so important for you in the championships, especially when these playoff games are coming down to five to six points. So uh, that's all I got right there. Um, let, let's, what should we do first? Let's do the redraft first. So we're going to get to our fantasy MVPs after this redraft, but I'm going to pull up sleeper and we're going to do a 12 team standard draft to see, um, what we can, what kind of, uh, roster we can put together without any, uh, well, obviously, our team will we'll be drafting in the sixth slot. We uh, already have all this information and who's done well in the season, but we're going to put it against a format where we are the only one with aftersight. All right, so number one goes Saquon Barkley. Number two goes Alvin Kamara. Three goes DeAndre Hopkins. Four, Christian McCaffrey. Five, Ezekiel Elliott. And we are here at the sixth slot, so we have... Um, we have a pick of like Julio Jones, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Devontae Adams, James Conner, Leonard Fournette, Chris Carson, guys like that. I'm going to take Dalvin Cook right here. I know he got hurt last night, but he has been one of the fantasy MVPs up to this point. So we're going to go him as our first pick. Then goes James Conner, Nick Chubb, Julio Jones, Le'Veon Bell, Todd Gurley, Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, Tyreek Hill, Juju. David Johnson, Odell Beckham, Pat Mahomes, and we are up. So at the 2-7, we have Chris Carson, Joe Mixon, George Kittle, Leonard Fournette, Travis Kelsey, Damian Williams, Aaron Jones. Uh, I think right here, I know Aaron Jones would probably be a popular pick, but let's go with Leonard Fournette because he's been consistent uh, as our second pick. Then goes Joe Mixon, Chris Carson, Travis Kelsey, Damian Williams, Aaron Jones, David Montgomery, Mike Evans, Kerryon Johnson, Adam Thielen, George Kittle, and we are up. So the way that this year has gone, we don't even need to grab a receiver yet because guys like uh, Antonio Brown are going to be drafted uh, and guys like Amari Cooper and just Brandon Cooks, guys we don't have to worry about. So I'm going to go and get the rookie of the year right here and get Josh Jacobs. So we have our running backs already set in the first three rounds. Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Josh Jacobs. Next, just like I said, Antonio Brown goes. Mari Cooper, Derrick Henry, Sonny Michelle, Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs, Zach Ertz, Devontae Freeman, Mark Ingram, Deshaun Watson, Robert Woods, Tyler Lockett, and we are up. And for my wide receiver one, uh... You know, I have the choices between like Brandon Cooks, Cooper Cup, Kenny Galladay, Josh Gordon, TJ Moore, Julian Edelman. But I am going to go uh, Chris Godwin as our wide receiver one. Um, then goes Melvin Gordon, Brandon Cooks, Marlon Mack, Philip Lindsay, Miles Saunders, Sanders, Josh Gordon, Kenny Galladay, Cooper Cup, Austin Eckler, Tevin Coleman, and we are up. So we have the choices between like guys like Lamar Miller, Baker Mayfield. Wow, I can't believe he was drafted so high. Eww. Evan Ingram, Mike Williams, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, I'm going to go with DJ Moore right here to be our wide receiver too. 
Then goes Lamar Miller, Julian Edelman, Mike Williams, Baker, Mayfield, Evan Ingram, T.Y. Hilton, Aaron Rodgers, D.D. Westbrook, O.J. Howard, Duke Johnson, Calvin Ridley, Darius Geis. And I think it's about time to take a quarterback because they're starting to go. I can't believe this is the so this is uh, Pat Mahomes went early, but then quarterback number two taken was Deshaun Watson. Number three quarterback taken was Baker Mayfield, followed by Aaron Rodgers. And I'm going to pick the fantasy MVP right here, Lamar Jackson. So we're getting Lamar Jackson in the sixth round. Next goes A.J. Green, Tyler Boyd, Matt Ryan, Jared Cook, Drew Brees, Hunter Henry, Latavius Murray, Alshon Jeffrey, Carson Wentz, Robbie Anderson. And we are up. Uh, got guys like Tony Pollard, Jared Goff, uh, Allen Robinson. We already took a quarterback, so we are not going to take another quarterback until later. Um, let's see, Jarvis Landry, Kenyon Drake, Darwin Thompson. Uh, here, I'm going to go James White here. He's been very consistent. Uh, okay. Let's see. Seven, seven. No. Next, next is Tony Pollard, Jared Goff, Allen Robinson, Jarvis Landry, Kenyon Drake, Darwin Thompson, Matt Breida, Andrew Luck, Emmanuel Sanders, Vance McDonald, Curtis Samuel, LaShawn McCoy. And next, we are going to snag another running back. Uh, Devin Singletary. He's been really good as of late. Russell Wilson goes next. Wow, I can't believe he went that late. Then Will Fuller, Christian Kirk, Cam Newton, Sammy Watkins, Daryl Henderson. Ooh, whatever happened to him? Tariq Cohen, Marvin Jones, David Njoku, Sterling Shepard. Uh, let's see. We can take, this is our pick right here. We can take Jordan Howard, James Washington, Jameis Winston. Dang, that's a good spot to get him. But I'm going to take Rashad Penny. We saw him last night. And this is a good spot to get him. Um, Jordan Howard goes next. Delaney Walker, James Washington, Jameis Winston, Kareem Hunt, Phillip Rivers, Eric Ebron, Michael Gallup. Uh, okay. We are going to take our second quarterback here. Uh, and this guy is... I know I said Josh Jacobs is Rookie of the Year, but this guy very well could be is the number one overall pick, Kyler Murray. Okay, so let's zoom down here. Deshaun Jackson, Justice Hill, Dante Pettis, DK Metcalf. We're going to take our tight end right here, who I have in several leagues, Mark Andrews. He was on and off. Uh, you know, he was really good at the beginning of the season. He hasn't been completely healthy, but he's also been kind of phased out. Um... But he has put together two more good weeks. But this is a good spot to get him. Um, and we didn't, you know, this is, we're getting Mark Andrews, who is the third overall ranked tight end. We're getting him after David Njoku, Delaney Walker, Vance McDonald, Eric Ebron, Trey Burton, guys like that. So I'm going to zoom uh, forward here. Um, I'm going to get our wide receiver three, which is Tyrell Williams. He hasn't been good, great, uh, great lately, but he dominated the beginning of the season. So next pick that we have, I'm going to get Austin Hooper. That will be our backup tight end. That's excellent in this pick. Next pick, we're going to get the Patriots defense. Oh, guys, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, San Francisco 49ers were drafted before these guys. 
and they have been an all-time defense. Uh, so we're getting there with our second to last pick and then kicker, Matt Prater. So here's my roster. Um, Dalvin Cook, Leonard Fournette, Josh Jacobs, Chris Godwin, DJ Moore, Lamar Jackson, James White, Devin Singletary, Rashad Penny, Kyler Murray, Mark Andrews, Tyrell Williams, Austin Hooper, New England Patriots, and Matt Prater. So that's kind of just like a weird exercise that I like to do at the end of the year, just to kind of, uh, you know, see how we could get an optimal roster. All right, let's move on to the MVPs. So, um, you know, we we knew certain teams were going to be good this year. We knew that Kansas City was going to be explosive. We know that um, we did not know that the Niners were going to be so good. Uh, we should have probably known that the Niners were going to be a really good rushing team. I feel like that was a bad uh, that was a bad miss by me for sure. Just because the way Shanahan was in Atlanta with Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman, and look what has happened to them since since he's moved on. Devontae Freeman was a huge bust this year. Um, so for fantasy MVPs, all right, guys, I'm gonna start at the tight end position because. Um, we're going to eventually work our way down to running back, which is the ultimate MVP. We all know that. So uh, let's see. Let's choose between six guys. So at six, I have Darren Waller. Uh, He was a very good. So he was a nice surprise, I should say. Um, He hasn't done really well lately, but he's had a very decent season and way overperformed expectations number five i'm gonna go with my boy mark andrews and then uh let's go four zach Ertz. Uh, three hunter henry two kittle one kelsey so for the fantasy mvps obviously i'm gonna go with travis kelsey he deserves it he is. Uh, he he had a big target on his back, being number one, and uh, he has performed. If you have him on his team, he's pretty much averaged ten points a game, which is awesome for the tight end position. Um, and I put in parentheses Seattle's tight ends. They have they really overperformed this year. Um, Will Disley. It sucks to see him go down because he had a monster season, and most people picked him up off waivers and slid him in and their tight end slot and he balled out for like five or six weeks and uh jacob hollister has also done really well um but travis kelsey gets our mvp for the tight end section so let's move on to quarterback i think this one's pretty easy um you know there there were guys early on the season like patrick mahomes and aaron Rodgers, russell wilson Jameis winston guys that They look like they were going to just light the world on fire. But there has been one man that nobody can fuck with. And maybe he's a wing tee, tailback, playing quarterback. But it's Lamar Jackson. 
there's really not much to be said about it other than this guy is a fucking, uh, what do you call those little bugs? Little, little lightning bug in, in a bottle. You just, he's just like a pinball machine. He's too fast for everybody. Uh, his team has really embraced his role. They rush the ball better than anybody. Uh, I saw a stat yesterday where the second best rushing offense in the league this year is the Niners with 1,700 yards. And uh, the Baltimore Ravens are at 2,400. So they have rushed 700 more yards with all with everything else being equal. They have not played more games than everybody else, but they have rushed 700 more yards than the second best team. And that's how you win Super Bowls. So, Lamar, unquestioned. Uh, honorable mention, I would say... Uh, who did... I would say Kyler Murray. He had a great year. Jameis Winston had a good year, but he throws so many damn interceptions. And let's say Deshaun Watson and Dak Prescott. They were both pretty good. All right, let's move on to the receiver position. So, I have Mark down here in my notes. Um, not DeAndre Hopkins. So, I was really high on DeAndre Hopkins and Devontae Adams. Um, but really, they both had disappointing years. I would say... Um, DeAndre, he can be good at any game, but I mean, there's so many games where like Will Fuller scored over 20. There was one game he scored 40 something and DeAndre had like five points. Um, but I have here in my notes, the NFC South plus DJ Chark. So I think DJ Chark was probably the biggest surprise in the entire fantasy uh, out of all the players. I think DJ Chark he had so many wide receiver one weeks. And we thought that was going to be DD or somebody else in that offense. But it just became clear that DJ Chark and um, Gardner Minshew had a great rapport. And DJ Chark was just killer this year. And he carried a lot of people over that hump. Um, let's see. Um, but I said NFC South plus DJ Chark. So the reason why I said that is because um, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, they were awesome this year. Um, Mike Evans, the thing about him is he is so much, he's the most inconsistent player in all of football. Um, he put up two gooses this year. So he put up two zeros, but he also put up multiple 30-point games. So I think with him, it might be like a Kyrie Irving thing where if he's not mentally there, he just turns off. And then other games, he's just zoned in and he just balls out. But Chris Godwin has been better than him and more consistent than him. And where he was drafted that, I mean, he is right up there with pretty much everybody else in the fantasy MVPs. Um... So that's Tampa Bay. So let's go to Carolina. Uh, DJ Moore has been incredible. I don't know if it's a Kyle Allen thing, but Cam Newton was not hitting DJ Moore this often. But DJ Moore has been incredible as of late. Um, let's see. And then we have Michael Thomas. 
Michael Thomas has had the quietest, amazing season this year. Pretty much, uh, if if you haven't had Michael Thomas, you haven't really heard much about him because he hasn't scored a ton of touchdowns, but he has been incredible. He has averaged 13 points a game. Uh, he's just been awesome. Um, and what other team do we have? Uh, let's see. So I said NFC South. So we've got the Saints, the Bucks, <clears throat> the Panthers, and the Atlanta Falcons. Well, I'm not going to say anything about the Atlanta Falcons. Julio Jones has been a major disappointment. Just in general, Atlanta was just a huge disappointment this year. Devontae Freeman, uh, Austin and Hooper and Julio have been okay. Matt Ryan have been okay. But they were seen as one of the top five teams in the NFL a couple years ago, maybe last year, even made it to the Super Bowl. Uh, and they've just fallen apart. Uh, it's time for Dan Quinn to go. Okay, so for our grand finale, we have the fantasy MVP running back, uh, and it's not gonna believe, it's not gonna be who you guys think. I think let's let's put out a top five. So I think um, let's put Ezekiel Elliott, Nick Chubb. Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, and Dalvin Cook. Let's put all those guys together. So, obviously, Christian McCaffrey has been the most dominant player in football this year. Um, Other than Lamar Jackson. He has just been crazy good. Um, But we expected him. He was drafted that high. So the reason why I'm not going to give him the fantasy MVP is because he was a top three pick. Same with Zeke. These guys were way too high. But for me, it's between Aaron Jones, um, Dalvin Cook, and Derrick Henry. And the reason why I have them there is because of their draft position. Um, All these guys were drafted ahead of them. Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, Alvin Kamara. Leonard Fournette, uh, Mark Ingram, Todd Gurley, Chris Carson. Um, And I'm going to go with Derrick Henry as my overall fantasy MVP of the year at running back. um, He has just been incredible. So many people doubted him and so many people thought, oh, he's just a big, slow uh, running back. But it shows that it showed at the end of last year and this year that if Vrabel just let him get 20-plus carries a game and let him get ahead of steam, he will set the tone for your offense. And Tennessee's a scary team going to the playoffs. Very, very scary team. Um, so that's it, guys. And I'm coming up on 30 minutes is where I like to keep episodes for us millennials with no attention span so i oh um this is the second to the last episode of the year i'm doing my giveaway for the last episode 
So championship week, I will record and give away my precious Todd Gurley 2017 MVP autographed picture JSA certified framed. I am going to be sending that to whoever can DM me on Twitter or Instagram and tell me who my four fantasy MVPs were. And obviously there's going to be more than one, but I will pick, uh, I'll probably get like five or six DMs. Let's be real. So I'll put it in a hat and draw it and then I'll send it out to your address um, this is one of my most, this, this is one of my most favorite things. I got this piece, um, early on. So it was, it was really early on in that season where Gurley was well known or something, or, or, um, he was well known as the Georgia running back, but he hadn't really exploded yet to be the, you know, the offensive MVP of the NFL. So I think I, I got this piece for 53 bucks, but it's worth like, 120 150 right now but i buy this kind of stuff all the time so that i can do giveaways and i honestly just like to decorate my wall with all kinds of this shit so anyway uh my instagram handle is the fantasy football freak and my twitter's my twitter handle is christians underscore head so hit me up on there and we'll do the giveaway episode championship weeks uh championship week I hope that you guys kill it. Remember, ride with the horses that got you there. All right, y'all. Win those championships.